everybody. Hola a todos. How are you doing today? Well, welcome to the first episode of Spanish with Carla. Well, here we are transmitting from Austin, Texas, and I am very happy that you are here. You're listening and hopefully you can pick up some of these Spanish lessons that we are going to be offering. Hey, you have really nothing to lose here because these lessons are free. Yoo-hoo! And also, uh, you can interact with us um, in the future with uh, some social media platforms that we are going to have for you to ask questions and for us to upload materials. And of course, if you want to request any of the materials uh, about the content that we are uh, discussing today, feel free to do so. Email our podcast website and we are going to be super happy to share that with you. You can also take notes uh, and um, practice. Remember, next time you hear somebody speak in Spanish, I command you to go and try to speak in Spanish, all right? <laughs> okay, well, let's start with the basics. Like, you remember when you were in, um, like, kindergarten and A, B, C, D? Okay, well, same thing. Let's start with the alphabet, and it is super, super easy, okay? And I'm going to just set it kind of in a slow pace, and uh, you can probably re-listen and... So you can actually uh, listen and learn it. Something that is beautiful about Spanish is that different from email and I can, uh, from English, and I can tell you this because I actually learned English um, at an adult age. Uh, I was 25. Ooh, it's already rained and snowed and everything. But something that was really hard for me is because the, the vowels sound so different. You know, and uh, and if they're combined with this letter, they sound like this. And if they're behind this other letter, they sound like that. Where Spanish is just straightforward. The way you see it written is the way that it's going to sound. No matter if what letter is behind, with a really few few exceptions. Um, so let's start with the alphabet. And uh, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna say a really, really slow pace so you can remember. Take notes, whatever you want. And it goes like this. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, Ñ, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Y, Z. So that's the whole alphabet. The only difference that you're going to find with the English alphabet is one letter. The one that I mentioned is called ñ, which is makes this sound ñi, ñi, ñi. Okay, so you're going to have to play with, uh, kind of work on it. And you do need this letter in Spanish a lot. Like if you want to say happy birthday, which is feliz cumpleaños, You need that letter. So that's part of the alphabet. That's the only difference from the English alphabet. Of course, we are going to go deep into sounds and, and stuff to make you more familiar with, um, with the combination of letters and consonants and, and vowels and all that. But I just wanted to let you know how the alphabet sounds. And then we are, when we start working with words and vocabulary and, and all that, then I can go over the details. So you can actually learn it with an actual example. Okay. I think that's going to be easier for you to keep the thought and, and learn the concept if you're actually, you know, seeing it and using it on an actual example. So 
like I said, now, now let's let's talk about your uh, the, the bowls. Like say, and I'm gonna show you how in English uh, you say a in Spanish is a, English is e, Spanish e, English i, Spanish e. Confusing, right? I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Confusing. So okay. So English O, Spanish O, English U, and Spanish U. So basically, they're, they're just more simple, right? When you are actually combining your, the sounds are more simple. It can be confusing, but you know what? Just listen to it. I mean, you know what? Let me tell you something. So when we were going to elementary school in English, they were they were making us say, I mean, in Spanish, they were making us go, A-E-I-O-U, el burrito sabe más que tú, which means the donkey knows more than you do. Can you imagine that? What a way to teach kids, man. I mean, you're already making those kids feel so bad about themselves because, and that was an actual school. Can you believe it? It's like, when I think about it, I'm like, man. That was totally abusive. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's a joke, but I just remember that now that I'm trying to teach you this, this sounds, I just remember that little song. So no, I'm not going to say the little dog knows more than you do. I just want you to learn the sounds. Okay. So A, E, I, O, U, and that's it. So now that we have um, a little kind of note there with the alphabet, um, I want to to tell you that a really good way is if you just want to listen to it and then just if you want to rewind and then just repeat after me and and memorize the sounds that's going to be really good for you and um now i i think the best thing i can do right now is start or going with the numbers and just remember this podcast is is pretty much this episode i want to give you the basics and I, I want to tell you that I don't think it's going to make a lot of sense in the beginning because, like I said, you don't have like examples to follow. But when you have the the knowledge of these basic concepts, when we start using words, which I'm going to give you some some stuff today, like some basic, you know, questions and stuff also, then you you can actually realize how you're using these sounds and it's going to start making much more sense. So. That's what I'm trying to tell you is even if you think, well, this is weird or it doesn't make sense or it's confusing, still repeat it, memorize it, try to learn it. And uh, in that way, you are going to, when by the time we start using it with words, it's going to make, make it much easier for you to remember the concepts. Because to me, like I said, it was so complicated with, say, for example, with the, with the E that in Spanish sounds eh. Okay, so to me, it was so complicated because in Spanish, we have the, you know, I sounds E. So can you imagine? Oh, my God. It was so hard for me to to get that through my through my head. And I like languages. I mean, to me, learning different languages is something fun. I, I love it. Of course, you always have an accent on any other language that you speak um, other than your native language, right? I've always had an accent and I always like joking with people and say I speak Spanglish. Well, actually it's not a joke, it's true. And I can go back and forth English and Spanish, in English and Spanish like, you know, it's just the way I live, that's the way uh, I speak. Uh my kids are used to it, right? They I'm like I start saying, "Okay, mijito, pick up all the mugrero." And then my kids are used to like that back and forth and and I'm going to tell you that it, uh, when you start Remembering when you start speaking with, say, your friends and you start thinking, oh, you know what? This word in Spanish is like that. You just, your brain just brings it up. And even if you don't say it, that means that you are actually picking it up and it's going to be really helpful. I, I always have thought that knowing another language is not only helpful because when you go on vacations to Cancun or to whatever, you know, Spanish speaking country, you don't need to depend on anybody to translate for you if i'm i'm not going to say that that it's going to be perfect what we teach you here you're going to be like wow 
100% bilingual. No. But, I mean, I lived in the United States for, uh, it's going to be 24 years this March, and I'm still learning uh, English. And um, I'm the person that always asks, okay, so how do you say this if I realize that I don't know a word or or something? You know, I, I believe when you stop learning, you start dying, that this is, this is just um, an evolution process, right? You just keep learning. And then, um, so my goal with this uh, podcast is to give you the basics. And that way, say, for example, when you go on vacations or when you go to a store or to buy something where nobody speaks English or when you want to help somebody, I don't know, whatever, you can have the basic concepts and the skills to have a, you know, just regular informal conversation. And then, you know, that's, I think that's, that would be really useful. Uh, for you, and it would be fun too. And I'm going to discover the enigma right here. So you remember that promo that you heard, you know, last week about the, the program where I say, Chico, te invito una bebida. And then he says, oh, no, Spanish. Okay, what that means is, hey, guy, can I get you a drink? But then his answer is, oh, no, no, Spanish. So then he just missed that opportunity because he didn't understand what the girl said, right? So it was just a funny way to say, hey, you know what? If you know a little bit, you can at least, you know, he can help you get by. So, okay, I, you know, sorry, I'm, I talk too much. So let's go with numbers. And let's say, let's do one through 10. Okay. So one, we, you know the numbers in English, so I don't have to say them, but uh, I'm going to do uno. Dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Okay, so that's the numbers, one through 10. And let me give you a plus. So the zero is almost, it sounds almost the same. Cero. Cero. I think this is important also because even if you are trying to say 121 and you don't know, say, for example, they're asking you, what is your prime number? And if somebody doesn't speak English, even if you don't know how to say 121, you can say one, you can say uno, dos, uno. Right. And that you can just use the numbers, even if you don't know how to form the bigger amount, you can just use them. Cuatro, cinco, seis, or, you know, uno, ocho, siete. And that way you can learn them and use them. Okay. So I have heard many, many times when I go to the Mexican market, buy stuff, and then people that don't speak Spanish go and buy. So then they say, I want pastor. And when they ask how many pounds, they can say in, in Spanish, cuatro or, you know, cinco or whatever amount of pounds they want. So, hey, this can be very useful. Okay. And, uh, and what I'm going to try to do is every podcast, I'm going to try to show you 10 numbers because it can be complicated when it starts adding, you know, after 10, when you start going on the teens and then 20 something, 30 something. So I'm going to try to do one, um, a set of 10 numbers. I mean, until we get to a hundred. And then after that, you're on your own. No, just kidding. I can just tell you how the next a hundred sound. And then it's just going to make common. This is going to be common sense to add the rest. Right. So um, I think it's going to be really good if we go, if we do it like that, but this is a thing you need to practice the previous 10 because if you don't then it's gonna be you're gonna be super mega confused because the numbers are gonna they're not gonna make sense to you and the more you practice the easier it's gonna be for you to learn okay so i want to do like i said basics we already learned the alphabet we ne we learn you know the letters and we learned the first set of numbers, which is one through 10. Okay. And now I want to give you a few um, concepts on, on the basic stuff. Number one is going to be basically how to greet people, how to 
ask for basic stuff. And also, we're going to work with the questions, okay? Like who, what, when, where, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to, let's start with that because the reason why I want to start with the questions is because you use them for a lot of these, you know, greeting people and asking for stuff and all that. So I want you to learn these questions, how you say in Spanish before. Um, I think I'm going to tell you how to spell it just so if you want to take notes, then you can do it and you can actually um, have them, you know, for your records and be sure that that you can get all this information if you need it later. Like I said, we're going to try to to have these um, these files so you can also have access to them when you need them. Um, so let's start with the questions. The first question I want to start with is what? So what in Spanish is said que, and it is spelled Q-U-E. This is one of the few exceptions in which the vowels don't sound the way they should. So the only letters that this happens with is G and Q. G y Q. If there is a G or a Q, then a letter U and then a letter E or a letter I, those are the only two exceptions. The U is silent. Oh my God, it's starting to get really complicated. I know what you're saying. Okay, so it's really not that complicated because there is really not that many exceptions. So let's let's repeat that one more time. Every time there is a G and a Q, G, E, Q followed by a U and a E or E, basically E or I, then the U is silent. So if you read the word que, you probably see it and you probably say que because it has a U, right? But just because it is a Q followed by the U and then the next letter is an E, that's why it sounds K. So do you remember what I told you K means? Did you already forget? Oh my God, shame on you. Well, let me remind you, it means what? Oh, and a little gold, golden star to the ones that actually did remember and said K. Um, so that's what it means. It means what? And you can use it, you know, for many things, uh, for many type of questions. Okay. So once again, what in Spanish is said que, spell Q-U-E. Que. Okay. Now let's go to the next question. The next question, uh, let's see. Let's use one that is not so complicated. Okay, let's go with where. Where in Spanish is said donde. Donde. And is spelled D-O-N-D-E. Donde. D as in dog. O as an Oscar, N as a Nancy, T as a dog, E as an elephant. Donde? You see, no tricky things on this one. Straightforward, exactly how the letters sound as the way they're written is all the same. Donde? That means where. Okay? Where? Donde? It doesn't have an accent or anything. It's just, just, just the way it's pronounced. Especially more emphasis when 
you have a question mark, right? Okay. Now let's go with the next question. And please remember that if you, if you miss the spelling and, and please let us know. I, I really don't know. This is my first podcast. So I really don't know if you guys have access to send comments somewhere. I'm sure you're going to be a more expert than me on this, on this matter. But anything, if you want to say, Oh, she talks too fast and, Tell her to, to slow down so we can take notes or whatever. Feel free to say it because um, if you do it, then I can I can uh, make the podcast more um, more um, where it's more fulfilling for you, and that way you can okay have more time to take notes to do this to do that. Okay, all right. So next question. So we have what? Okay, we have. Where, donde. The next question that we're going to have is when, which in Spanish is said cuando, cuando, cuando. Okay, let's go to the spelling of this word. All right, you ready? It's going to be C-U-A-N-D-O. Cuando. Okay. So take notes on this one. Because it's C as in cat, U as an umbrella, A as an apple, N as an Nancy, D as in dog, O as in Oscar. Cuando. It is very important that you remember that cuando, which is with the D as in dog, means when. Because we're going to see another question. The only difference on this word, this is going to be one letter. So I don't want you to get confused. Okay? So let's do it again. Cuando, do you see how in this case, both of the vowels, you can hear them. U, A, R, next to each other. Before that is a C. So therefore, you listen to the both, both of the sounds of this, this letter, right? So you go, cuando, okay? C as in cat, U as an umbrella, A as an apple, N as in Nancy, D as in dog, O as in Oscar. Cuando? When? Okay, well, I hope you got the spelling done. If not, please push the rewind button, go back and get all your notes taken because I'm giving you all the materials. And next time when we have the first live podcast where you can hopefully interact with us, when we can get some some fun trivias and questions. I think that would be pretty awesome. Okay, so are you ready for the next question? Or are you still writing? Okay, hurry up. So <laughs> just kidding, don't hurry up. Next question that we're going to work with is going to be which? Cual? Okay. Which? Cual? C? U A L which like when you say which is my plate right qual C U A L are you ready to take notes so that's going to be C as in cat U as an umbrella, A as an apple, L as in Larry. Qual, C as in cat, A, I'm sorry, U as an umbrella, sorry about that. U as an umbrella, A as an apple, and L as in Larry. So qual, which is which. That sounded a little weird, right? Which is which? Okay, which. <laughs> Spanish, 
cual. Okay, did you get your notes and all that? I hope so, because I'm ready to go to the next question. And the next question is going to be, how? Which in Spanish is spelled, como? 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 C-O-M-O. C as in cat. O as in Oscar. M as in Mary. O as in Oscar. Como? C as in cat. O as in Oscar. M as in Mary. O as an Oscar. Como? If you have a little knowledge of Spanish, you're going to tell me, no, that word means eat. Well, it does. But that's another, that's knowledge for another episode. So if you do know that como also means eat, like if I want to say I eat, I say yo como. It is, uh, it, so como is also a verb, you know? It comes from the infinitive comer. So if you do know all this stuff, just stop showing off. And no, just kidding. Just keep it there because we are going to go and, and touch on, on, on that concept, you know, on that verb and, and everything. But in the meantime, we're just focusing on the word como as per the question, meaning how. Now, you need to remember something else on, on this specific question. Como, you can use it when you do, you know, um, a how are you doing, right? Como estas? Now, you see how in English we use also, um, say, for example, if you are going to ask how much is something, right? You also use the question how, right? <clears throat> the only difference is that you add how much, how many, right? So this is where it can get a little confusing when you are going to translate to Spanish. Why? Because in Spanish, it's a different word than it is in English. Basically, in Spanish, in English, I'm sorry, you are going to ask somebody, como, um, I'm sorry, how are you doing? So it's the same, how are you doing? Or you can say, how much is this? How many people are in front of me in line or whatever? But in Spanish, it's a different word, okay? So now that we know that to ask how, how are you, you the word is como, I'm going to teach you when you're going to say how much or how many, we need to bring this concept today as well, okay? So you can learn also the difference. If we do that, then we're going to have all the questions that you can use for basic um Spanish speaking, we're going to have all those out of the way. Okay. So, but before I go with how much and how many, let's practice the questions that we have already learned or the words for the questions that we have already learned. Okay. Are you ready? So how do you say what in Spanish? Que. How do you spell que? Q-U-E. How do you say when in Spanish? Cuando. And you spell it C-U-A-N-D. Oh, how do you say how? 
in Spanish, como, C-O-M-O. -O. How do you say where in Spanish? You say donde and you spell it D-O-N-D-E. Okay, well, I hope that you can remember these questions because they're going to be super mega important when you are trying to ask questions like, where is the bathroom? Where can I get another beer? Or uh, where can I find a cab? Or, you know, those are going to be very important for, for many things. Um, now, we have... Two more, basically three, but I'm going to say two more type of questions. One is going to be why, and the other one is going to be, like I mentioned before, how much and how many, okay? We already have discussed the what, where, when, how, and also which, which is cual, C-U-A-L. So now let's talk about why. Why? Because we need to learn it. <laughs> okay, so why in Spanish, actually we have two words and that's por qué. Por, which means basically, basically would be because. If you actually want to be very technical on your translations, but To be honest with you, don't get very technical. Just learn the combination of por qué. And, and the reason why I'm saying there is two words is because, okay, when you ask the question, okay, listen to this. When you ask the question, por qué is two words and it's spelled P-O-R space Q-U-E, que, which is the same word that means what, right? You remember that? Okay, so when you ask the question, why is the sky blue? You, The way you're going to write it down, when you speak, it doesn't sound any different, to be honest with you, but I want to teach you right. So, P-O-R space. Q-U-E, por qué, why, blah, 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 blah. Now, when you answer the question and you're going to say, because it's not red or whatever, you know, whatever the answer is going to be, I don't know, dumb answer, what, probably dumb question too. So because this and that. Okay, so in that case, when you say because, The answer is the same, porque this is and that. See, in English, when you ask is why, and when you answer is because. In Spanish, when you answer, when you ask is porque, but it's two words, you know, with a space, two words. When you answer is the same porque, but it doesn't have a space. It becomes one word. P-O-R-Q-U-E. Okay, are you absolutely confused saying, oh my God, this is so terrible. Okay, well, you know what? Breathe. Let's breathe together. Okay, are you ready? Let me say it again. I know you can do it. You're a super smart kid and you got this, all right? So when you ask why in English, in Spanish, por qué? P-O-R space Q-U-E. ¿Por qué? Two words. When you answer the question, because blah, 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 ¿por qué? Same answer. However, in this case, instead of being two words, it's only one word. Porque this is not. P-O-R-Q-U-E. The only difference is that it doesn't have a space. It goes from two words to one word. Why is that? You know why? 
I've been asking myself the same question, you know, probably as many times as I ask who came first, the egg or the chicken. And I have not had an answer yet. So just, you know, you just some of those things that you just learn like that, right? Because you know that's the right thing to use, learn it. And, um, and that's just the way it is. So, um, por qué, why, and because it's the same word, por qué, por qué. And just the difference is when you ask, it's two words. When you answer, it's only one. But, it, you know, it basically means, basically the two words, por qué, means why. And the one word, por qué, means because. Okay? So I'm going to spell it again just to be sure that you got it right. So, and, and make it clear for you so you can take your notes and practice and practice and practice. Okay? So, why, por qué, two words, P as in Paul, O as in Oscar, R as in rabbit, space, Q as in Quebec, U as in umbrella, E as an elephant. Now, let's spell because when you are answering the question, because would be said as well, por qué? And it will be spelled P as in Paul, O as in Oscar, R as in rabbit, Q as in Quebec, U as in umbrella, E as in apple. I mean, E as an elephant. Oh my God. Can you believe it? Sorry, you know, I just went to La La Land for a short trip and I came back. So that's just, just always remember the difference between answer and, and a question and answer is that question is two words and answer is one word, but it is the same word or the same actual, you know, letters spelled. The difference is just a space. Okay. And this is only when you are writing, when you are actually speaking, it doesn't matter, you know? So... That would be basically the the definition or the, for why. Now we're going to go to another one. And I left it kind of more complicated for the end just because probably I should have threw you those in the beginning where, you know, you're still awake and all that. But, uh, you know, if you're uh, a little tired, just go and throw some cold water on your face. Wake up because you need to be awake for this one. So... In English, you ask how much, how many, how much when it's something that you cannot measure, I guess that's the way they say, and how many for when it's stuff that you can count, you know, with your hand, you know, what you, you can say three, four, whatever. Um, and Spanish is basically the same. Honestly, I really don't know what they mean with that description or the way they differentiate, but you know what I mean? Basically, how much money um or in how many objects that you can count and so in spanish you say cuánto cuánto c u a n t o do you remember when we were doing that word that is um when cuando and i told you you need to be very careful, take your notes because there's going to be another word that is almost the same. Well, this is it. So when you ask when, you say cuando. And when you ask how much, you say cuanto. No, it's not the same. I know what you're saying. Oh, it sounds the same. Well, you know what? I said that all the time about the E sound and all that. To me, they all sound the same. But, you know, it gets better uh, with time, right? So, cuanto, the difference is, okay, let's, let's recap. When, cuando, C as in cat, U, A, N, D as in dog, O, right? Now, cuanto, which means how much, how many, and I'm going to show you how to make it, how to make the difference, right? It's spelled C as in cat, U, as an umbrella, A as an apple, N as an Nancy, T as an tomato, O as an Oscar. So the only difference between these two words, when and how much, 
basically, or how many, is cuando en cuanto. The only difference is a D as in dog for when and a T as in tomato for how much or how many. So you need to be very careful when you use these words. That way you don't, you know, ask the wrong question. Um, I can think of a few weird examples, but I'm not going to say them. Not yet. Let me just, you know. So anyways, let's spell again how much and how many, and then we can start with making the difference between the both, okay? So how much or how many would be cuánto? That would be C, U, C as in cat, U as in umbrella, A as in apple, N as in Nancy, T as in tomato, O as in Oscar. ¿Cuánto? Okay. So, ¿cuánto or cuántos basically can mean, basically as it is, it means like how many. Okay. Like say, for example, if you somebody tells you, give me some tomatoes from the fridge, right? And then... If you were speaking in Spanish and you want to say, well, how many? You can just say, ¿cuántos? ¿Cuántos? You just add an S at the end. And you would, you would ask, ¿cuántos? That means how many tomatoes? No, I mean, not tomatoes, but how many? And then they can answer three, four, whatever, right? Now, here is where it gets really tricky, all right? When you're talking about money, and you want to be sure that they know exactly what you're talking about. You want to you wanna actually, so they know that you're talking money. Let's say you go to a, to a store and you like these nice, you know, little purse or whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. And then if you want to ask, how much is that? The way you ask is cuánto, which is the same word that we learned. C-U-A-N-T-O, cuánto, but you have to say cuesta. Cuesta, that would make it how much. Because when you say cuesta, you are taught, you are making it money. Okay? So, like I have told people before when, when they have asked me, okay, so how do you say and I say, well, if you go and you're pointing at something and you say cuánto, most of people are going to understand that you mean how much is that, right? That's going to by default. However, if I want to teach you right, I would say that you, you want to say cuánto cuesta. And that, I'm going to spell it for you in just a second. And that probably they're going to say, okay, so what is what you need? Oh, I need these little purse. Okay, well, that purse is this and that. So really, like I said, if you are, you know, shopping somewhere and you happen to forget cuesta and you point at the object and you just say cuánto, they, like I said, they're going to understand. Just don't say cuándo because if you say cuándo, they're going to be like, cuándo what? Okay, just remember, you can't get confused with with these words, okay? So, cuánto cuesta? So, the, the cuánto, I already spelled it for you, so I'm not going to be very detailed, but I'm going to be detailed with cuesta. Cuánto, C-U-A-N-T, as in tomato, O. Cuesta, C as in cat, U as in umbrella, E as in elephant, S as in Sam, T as in tomato, A as an apple. ¿Cuánto cuesta? Question mark, right? And then they're going to tell you how much it is. Okay, like I said, now, when we are talking about objects or, you know, whatever, chairs or, you know, whatever that you can count, right? Like you can say, okay, I want 10 potatoes or I want... Uh, four chairs, or I want two candy bars, or, you know, whatever, then when we ask, we're going to say, now, listen, wake up. Okay, so when we're talking about 
in Spanish, things have gender, okay? I'm not going to get into any of that. Don't even start. But I'm just saying, say, for example, if you are talking about tomatoes, then you say, ¿cuántos tomatoes, tomates, you know? We're going to go through that vocabulary later, but ¿cuántos? Now, let's say you're talking about potatoes. In Spanish, potatoes are called papas. Papas, papa, 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 papa. Okay, so papas, if you want to ask somebody, you know, how many papas do you want, you don't say cuantos. You say cuantas because the gender for the word potato is... Is, fe is feminine or, fem uh, you know, female. You just need to be careful when, and we're going to learn all that, and I'm going to give you, you know, like I said, some, some things you say cuantos, some things you say cuantas, depending on the word. Most of the time, with a very few exceptions, if the word ends on an A, you are going to have to use cuantas. If the word ends on an O or an E, or, you know, most of that is going to, you're going to have to use cuantos, okay? The, the Spanish learning curve is a really, really, you know, it's really broad and it's really, it can be a little complicated, but the way... Um, I want to teach you is a way that is easy and simple or as easy and as simple as I can make it for you. Um, I want to tell you that I'm not a Spanish teacher. Um, I'm just a native Spanish speaker. And I, I went through college um, back on the nineties, ooh, long time ago in Monterrey. And, and um, so I have a bachelor's on communication and publicity and um, languages and training and stuff like that has always been on my radar of things that I like doing. And um, I think that you and I are going to have a really good time learning Spanish together. And um, the best thing is that you can actually contact us. And let us know if you don't like something or if I'm speaking too fast or if uh, you need more time for notes or if you want to actually have access to the notes of the stuff that we taught today. And, you know, anything, you know, any feedback that you would like to share with us that that would be actually welcome and appreciated as well. And I'm going to tell you exactly how you can do it. You can actually contact us at iacast.net, I-A-C as in cat, A-S as in Sam, T as in tomato.net. Also, you can send us an email to feedback at iacast.net. Now I'm going to say it in Spanish. Actually, I should have said it in Spanish first, so you would have been like, what? What is she saying? Uh, okay, so let's see if you can learn this. www.iacast.net. That's the website. And the email is going to be feedback.net. So, like I said, you can send us any questions, feedback, anything. Just keep in mind, I'm not a teacher. I'm just your friend right here trying to, you know, share Spanish with the community and hoping that I can, that that can be helpful to you whenever you go and have some hot vacations in Cancun or, you know, or simply you need it for a job to be able to interact with one person that doesn't speak English and all that. So, well, now that I have already told you all these um, few pieces of information, I'm going to do a recap uh, of everything that we learned today, and then we're going to be done. So I really want to just remind you 
I mean, not that you have forgotten, but, you know, just, just kind of recap. We just did today on the first episode, we just did uh, the alphabet. You can go back and listen so you can learn it. And also we did the numbers one through 10. And we also worked on the questions that you are going to use in in Spanish just as much as you use them in English. You know, all your why, when, what, blah, blah, blah. Uh, try to uh, listen to the spelling and try to practice and, and try to remember because next week, guess what? We're going to start forming questions and I'm going to teach you how to say stuff like good morning and good afternoon and different type of greetings and also how to ask, you know, the most common questions, uh, super basic, but we are going to start, you know, just going into more what is, you know, what the language is. Today was more basic like that. So I want to thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week, you know, to come. And I really, you know, I hope you really enjoy this, this podcast. As I, like I said, give us feedback and let us know. And we will be happy to, you know, add stuff for you and make it, you know, coolest. Okay. So I hope you have a super wonderful weekend and I hope you come back and join us next week. Okay. So I will talk to you in a week. Thank you so much. Hasta en una semana. Adiós.